Welcome into another edition of the Doug Russell Podcast. Glad to have you along. This past Friday, I had the opportunity to sit in for Drew and KB alongside Dobie Maxwell, someone who's been on the comedy scene for a long, long time, had a lot of fun. So we're going to release this in three parts today, tomorrow, and then on Wednesday. But this is our number one of the Drew and KB show from this past Friday, Doug Russell and Dobie Maxwell. Hope you enjoy it. For pitter-patter, let's get at her. Here goes nothing. Light this candle. He's right. Let's light this candle. Light the candle. Lighting the candle, indeed, for Drew and KB, who are off today. They have, I guess, earned a Friday off. Perhaps we'll go with that. I'm Doug Russell. Doby Maxwell. Doug Russell, it is a thrill to be working in broadcasting with you. I got to say, you know, Drew has been a friend for a long time, and Katie did comedy, but I have been a broadcast fan of yours uh, down the dial for many years. I know we met here, but to actually do a show with you, buddy, I am. Uh, I got to fill some big shoes here. Well, I'm thrilled to have you in. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So um, let's peek behind the curtain for just a, sure. uh, just a moment. Okay. Um, so if you heard any of the, the promos in the last 20, well, let's see, their show ended 21 hours ago. Mm-hmm. So if you've heard any of the promos over the last 21 hours, it was me and Kevin Holden. Right. Until about four hours ago. When Kevin Holden texted me and said, "Yeah, CBS fifty eight in Milwaukee, his you know day his day employer, his day gig, his yeah. day job said, oh, yeah, they need be in they need be in Green Bay because there's a story about Jackson Sparks, um, his family, Jackson Sparks killed, uh, of course, in the um, tragedy a year ago in mm-hmm. Waukesha yes. at the uh, Christmas parade, the holiday parade. Uh, his his family, his brothers are going to meet Braun Strowman, the, the oh, wrestler. Sure, I had to look up who that was." Okay, I'm not a wrestling fan. I am a big wrestling fan. Okay, that's okay. I, I, not not the new ones, but I, I owned a truck and a ring. I booked. I started as a ring announcer. I can see that the guy sold me the ring, so I got to be a wrestling promoter. <laughs> so he tells me that he he, he needs to stay in Green Bay because sure. there's a wrestling event at the Rush Center tonight. Uh-huh. So I go to Red Hot, um, and I said, uh, Kevin, just said that he, he can't make it today because again, day job and all this other nonsense. That's a career in, instantly. Instantly, Red Hot, Red Hot says, "How about Dobie?" I'm like, "Yes, thanks, Dobie." Who would absolutely? Be, who would be unemployed, available, stop, ready to come? Stop. We're going to the bullpen in a, another league. We're going to single A ball, stop. small A from Beloit, Wisconsin. We don't do single A ball here on the Drew. We don't do it. We don't do that. Yeah. So here's Dobie Maxwell. Thank you for coming in, Yeoman's duty, coming in at the last minute, bringing your fastball like you like you always do. Thanks, man. It's amazing to me that I've I've been fired. Uh, in all four time zones in America in the radio business. That's pretty it's solid. really hard to get fired in the mountain time zone. That's like hitting for the cycle in baseball. That's the triple. Mm-hmm. Salt Lake City, Utah, gone. Reno, gone. Chicago, gone. Milwaukee, gone. Uh, Lansing, Michigan. But this is a station I don't even work at. <laughs> and I like it so much. This is my favorite station I've ever not worked at. The whole staff is cool. I cheer for all the teams that are on the air. So when they, when Red Hot and you got called, I am coming to be on the air with Doug. Absolutely. So we're, we're so happy to have you one. We've got a great show for you. Aaron Nagler is going to join us coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, Aaron, of course, from She Said TV. He is a regular fixture on mm. the Friday Drew and KB Love show. Him. Also, Bucks Insider Jim Ozarski from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He gets an off day in Miami. That's okay, not bad. not bad. It's not bad. When somebody else is paying for you to you know, lay out on the beach. I hope he's on the beach. About a month ago or so, my wife and I went to Miami. I've never, I had never been to Miami before. Really? Is the what I'm trying to do is knock off. There aren't that many cities that I haven't been to okay. in the United States anymore. But there were a few that I had never been to mm-hmm. until last year. I had never been to Seattle, for example. Went gotcha. to Seattle last year. Up until 
you know, seven or eight years ago, we'd never been to Boston. So I went to Boston, and that was a cool experience. So I'm trying to get off all of these cities. Um, San Francisco hadn't been there until 2019. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to go to San Francisco and see all of these cities. So Miami was kind of the last one that was on the list that I had never been to. Sure. And we had a blast in Miami. The weather was perfect. Did some snorkeling, uh, swam in the ocean. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. But I had to pay for it. Because it's okay, it's worth paying for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, totally worth paying. Jim Ozarski, Journal Sentinel, was paying for. God him. bless him. You know, that's not bad. Okay, that's not terrible. We know him. You guys got a strong lineup. You didn't need me today. That's we did need you. Today. is good too. We did need you. Uh, Matt Miller's going to be dropping by. Oh, yeah, the man about film. Now, are you are you over the Packer loss? I'm still not. Oh, I'm over it. Really? Yeah, oh, that hurt. That was a stake in the heart, like a vampire. But but Doby, uh, lifelong we, Packer fan. You uh, be too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you are of the certain age, as am I, oh, that yeah. we remember that, you know, what, you knew that when January was going to roll around, your weekends were going to be pretty clear. Wide open. Wide open. Uh, I, we, we've all been through this mm, before. This isn't, this isn't anything that's all that new. Now, you hope, of course, going into the season, that you're going to have a nice, long winter of watching Packers football. You hope yes. that it's going to end in mid-February. There were so many of us that predicted that the Packers season was going to end Mm -hmm. in mid-February. But when it all ends, and now this was my 13th year as being a part of the Packers radio network. Wow, okay. Obviously, in non-consecutive years. But it started in 96. Mm -hmm. You know, that was my first year at the old flagship. My first stint at the old flagship. I had two of them there. Speaking of getting fired. Shut the door. Got it a couple of times myself. Don't want to hear those words. Sure. Um, But... When the season ends, because you're in it, uh-huh. because you're working in it, because I'm going up to Green Bay, you know, sometimes two or three times a week. Uh-huh. When it ends, it just bam ends with a thud, slams the door. But then you kind of look around. Now Monday was a wash, I think, for everybody because it was a Sunday night game, and we we're yeah. all walking around like we were zombies. Oh yeah. But it takes a couple of days, and then you're like, okay, maybe there is some. Okay, we can we can breathe again. We can. There's some energy that's that's going on. Right now, and, and you know, you look forward to. Oh, the, the Bucks are still good, and well, Marquette. Where did that come from? Yeah, what's going on with the Wisconsin Badgers football team mm-hmm. right now? So there's other things that are satiating your need for having winter sports. Okay, so that's why it's okay. I, I, all those good facts and good points, but now you've been around the block, so have I. I've got many. I don't want to call them friends. People I have uh, have in my phone as contacts that are Bear fans and Vikings fans. And when the Packers are four and eight, oh, it's all over. Oh, it's all over. Then they win mm-hmm. and they're back almost in the playoffs. Those tweets and those calls suddenly stop. And I want to just stick it to them so bad. It's the Schadenfreude of sticking it to the other fan bases to me that is just as sweet as winning. Well, they'll you'll be able to get that coming up probably Sunday. Well, yeah, around. The, the Vikings yeah. are gone, but I mean the Bears have the first pick in the draft, which is not. You know, good hundred million dollars to spend. Yeah, but you know there have been some bad number one overall picks in the draft. I got gotcha. you. So okay, we're counting. It's the Bears. It's the Bears. Say, it's the Bears. Mercury's in retrograde. This is not a good sign. It's it's the it's the Bears. I At the you. end of the day, the Bears are going to bear. The Bears will draft a holder from MATC. I, I'm still stunned that there's an NFL coach with the last name Eberflus. <laughs> That's true too. So I mean. At the end of the day, until you prove me otherwise, until I, I, they just hired Kevin Warren to be their new president, great. I think until Virginia, you know, cashes her last paycheck. She's got to be circling the drain, don't you think? She's got to be 100. She is 100. Okay. She just turned 100. All right. And God bless her. That's a hell of a oh, run. yeah. Hell of a run. Mm-hmm. But 
eh, you know, we're all going to meet the same end. I'm going to meet it. You're going to meet it. Everybody listening, we're going to get there. Maybe before gonna, today's show, so you got to keep listening. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to hit that finish line. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's what it takes for, you know, you take, it takes new ownership. I think at this point, Ginny ain't going to sell. This is probably, if she was going to sell, probably would have done it Yeah, by but now. I think when she, maybe when she, uh, it's a nice way to say it, kicks. When is she, are they going to sell it then, do you think? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. They got to think they're going to think about it. Uh, We'll check in with Aaron Nagler coming up in a couple of minutes. But Brian Gutekunst earlier today held his end of season news conference. Here are a couple of excerpts. In the last two off seasons, if Aaron wants to come back, he'll be here. He said multiple times this year that he doesn't think it'll be just his decision. Do you guys want him as your quarterback next year? Yeah, like I said in the bye week, I think, uh, you know, I want all these guys back. That's that's part of that. Um, He's certainly going to take some time. You know, I think that's, you know, that's fair. Um, And as we work through this, I think, uh, as he takes his time, kind of makes his decision just on his playing career in general, then we'll get together and, and move forward that way. Brian, he just had his least productive season of his career. He had three different injuries. He turns 40 next year. Why Why would you want him back? What are you seeing that would make you feel that way? Well, you know, certainly this year was, you know, I think uh, he was dealing with some moving pieces, uh, some injuries and things like that. It wasn't a great year offensively for us as a whole. Um, but, I mean, you guys saw as well. He, he still can play at a very high level. I uh, really like the way he led us. Um, so, you know, again, I think as we move forward over the next month or so, we'll, you know, start putting these things together and see, see how that transpires. To clarify, you think it is his decision in terms of coming back if he wants to be back? We made a really big commitment to him, you know, last offseason, you know, so I think uh, as we did that, it wasn't certainly for just this year. So, we'll, like I said, he's going to take his time and, and, and the communication will be, you know, you know, pretty constant as we move forward. Hey, Brian, uh, going into the next season, who gives you a better chance to win well, I mean, you're talking about a four-time MVP, right? So um, we are very excited about Jordan and where he's at. There's no doubt about that. Um, but Jordan's never played a 16, 17-game season, gone through all that stuff. So um, it's no different than we moved from, you know, Brett to, to Aaron, right? You know, I mean, so you just that's – a, that's a hard thing to say. But at the same time, I mean, where Aaron's at, the level he's at, um, you know, he would – I think he, there's not many teams he wouldn't give the best chance to win. Well, you know, I asked him this after the game on Sunday, too. Um, you know, he's dropped these breadcrumbs of, you know, in Chicago, well, there's got to be mutual desire. He's done it a few more times. What would give him the impression that you guys don't want it back? Because he, I asked him flat out if anybody has indicated that to him, and he said, no, it's just a feeling he has. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think anybody's given him. I think that's a question for him, right? now. it wouldn't be for me. You know, I think this was a tough season. You know, this was, was not what we expected. It was not the... No. That stretch in the middle was really hard, you know. So I think all of our players, not just Aaron, um, you know, there's different feelings as you go through that. So, again, I don't want to speak for him, but that's, that's certainly a question for him. But you have not, you have not given him. No, we've had great conversations. It was, you know, like we always do. Um, talk this week, it was really good conversations. And um, I really respect the process he goes through after the season. Uh, he's done this for a long time. Um, uh, what he goes through during the offseason to get prepared for a season is significant. And, and I understand the, the decision he has to make or whether he wants to go through that. So um, I've always tried to give him that time. We talked about the season, uh, what went right, what went wrong, what we liked, what we didn't, um, but not a lot of future stuff. Brian, going back to Jordan, can you envision a, a scenario where both of them are on the team, coexist with sure. use and how? Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, again, we really like the development of where Jordan is. I think he's ready to play. Uh, I think that's his next step in his development. Um, but um, those guys work well together in the room. You know, I think if, if anything, 
this year would have happened to Aaron and, and Jordan when had to play a significant amount of time. We felt really good about that. Um, but it, like, it's like any quarterback in the National Football League when they haven't done it. Uh, you go into that, and there's, there's some unknowns. They've got to handle a lot of different things, see a lot of different things before they can get to a point where they can win games in this league. So, um, But, yeah, no, I could foresee that. Jordan would be going into his fourth year as a backup. Is there any concerns? He indicated at all that he's just ready to play, whether it's here or somewhere else? Well, I definitely think he's ready to play. You know, I think he feels that way. I think he's chomping at the bit. Um, but at the same time, we're going to do what's best for the Green Bay Packers and, and what gives us the best chance to win moving forward. So is it, is it pretty much a given that he either exercise the fifth-year option or do something else contractually to, to keep him with you for beyond yeah, Pete, I wouldn't say that's a given. I think we're kind of working through that, what's best. I mean, obviously, we don't even know the salary cap number for this coming year. You know, usually by now we kind of have a sense of what that's going to be. So um, once we, we get that and um, we start down the track of kind of looking how we're going to put this team together, you know, for 23 and beyond, um, we'll, we'll make that decision, but we're not there yet. From your perspective, what caused the drop in Aaron's production this season? What gives you the confidence maybe it isn't a start of a decline? Yeah. Well, certainly when, you know, losing Tay, you know, the, that was a big part of this. Um, I think uh, there were some moving pieces on the offensive line early with, as some of those guys, you know, Elton and Dave got back from injury, uh, Bobby Tanyan as well. So I think that that's part of it. Um, and then obviously he dealt with some significant injuries and, and like he always does, man, he, he plays through things that most guys don't. And, um, but at the same time, you know, I think our offense as a whole just was inconsistent you know, week in, to, uh, week out. There were some flashes. There were some glimpses in games where I thought we were getting back to, to, to the productivity level that we've, we've seen in the past. But um, we weren't able to, you know, string those things together. Ryan Gutekunst from earlier today. That music, by the way, Dobie, means only one thing. I know what it means. It means from Cheesehead TV. Aaron Nagler joining us here on the Drew and KB List Show. Hey, Aaron. Afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing? You you do carry the G now. I can't I can't give you the intro the KB does. I thought about it. Um, he he comes <laughs> no, up with no some one epic ones. He That's does. what I'm thinking. No one should have to do that. <laughs> that is a KB creation that only he can carry. Absolutely. Well, I feel weird because I got to ask him in here. I'm in Drew's chair. It's like uh, Rick Majerus said when he started coaching Marquette. He had never called a timeout before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hank Raymond's, and then but before him was Al McGuire. He didn't know what to do, so I'm just kind of sitting here Don't shaking. Let the bright lights get to you, Adobe. Like You're a three-legged dog <laughs> going through heroin withdrawal. I'm shaking. It's an greatness, baby. Cheer me up because I'm sad as a Packer fan. Oh, man, look, look, I've, it, it's kind of depressing in the sense yes. that we had some hope and then it all came crashing mm-hmm. down. But look, think about all the times you've been disappointed as a Packers fan over the last decade or so. I'm older than you. Room. I remember Jerry Tagging. I know, but so this is my point, man. <laughs> I grew up in the 70s and 80s, so you know what I'm talking about. That we, we had a chance at the postseason, baby. Like, I understand that it's disappointing that the Packers aren't in the playoffs and the year is over or what have you. But, man, you talk about disappointments over the last 10-plus years. This doesn't even rate for me. Are you kidding me? This doesn't even come close to last year, let alone, like, losing an NFC championship game, being on the doorstep of a Super Bowl, losing, losing an NFC championship game in Lambeau. This, like, this is nothing. This is, we've had a five-game losing streak this year. Did anyone really think this team was going to make a run to the Super Bowl? I thought nah, we were going to talk to Aaron Nagley. We got Tony Robbins on the phone giving us the rah-rah speech. <laughs> come on, Zig Ziglar. Just trying to give you a little perspective. I'm, I'm ready all. to drink That's bleach. 
Oh, man, come on now. Talk yourself down out of that. I'm, I'm speaking for the Packer fans and Krivitz and Cudahy and all those people that watch that game. And you beat Krivitz. Minnesota and then lose to Detroit. This a WWE couldn't have a worse storyline than that. See, but here's, here's, but there's that's a great point, right? After they kind of crashed and burned against the Titans on that Thursday night, oh. after the high of beating the Cowboys. Yes. And even before that, I mean, you think about it coming out of Detroit loss. In Detroit, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers throws three interceptions. You're thinking... I, can't, this is as bad as it could possibly get, right? Yeah, right? At that point in the season, I was thinking to myself, and I think I made a video about this, look, at this point, all I want from the Packers is to beat the Bears again, beat the Cowboys, and beat the Vikings. Which like, they did. If you do that, yeah. that's a successful season. And they did all that. So I'm fine. I'm good. I'm great. Yes, did I have to adjust my expectations a little bit? No question about it. But as a Packers fan, you still get to talk junk to Vikings fans all offseason. Still get to talk junk to Bears fans all offseason. And most of all, most importantly, you get to talk to Cowboys fans about how we still own their sorry team. What about Lions fans? They got uh, them twice. We don't talk they, to them. They, they both came in the them. same car. There's only two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of them. But look, hey, don't you? I mean, look, they absolutely have, and as far as the division goes, they have kind of arrived like they're they're the little brother who you've been beating up on for so long who suddenly had a growth spurt and is now able to punch back they've beat the Packers a couple times now uh, pretty you know solid performances and they've sure. shown that they're a team that cannot be taken lightly uh, I think Aaron Rodgers certainly learned that lesson this season so I I love it you know this is a team that hasn't been in the postseason for how long they're still not in the postseason but I uh, look Shout out to Lions fans. You got a team that's competitive now. Well done. It only took what? 30 years? Since the so Paleozoic well era. Well done to them. Since my clothing was in style. Yeah, they've won one playoff I mean, game in our lifetime. Wayne Fonts. Shout out to Wayne Fonts. Uh, yeah. Like the last great Lions coach. Is he still alive? I think he's still alive, isn't he? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. So. I think he's in the, the big, so. uh, big end zone in this guy. I don't know. Let's look that up. If only we had a computer-generated right. device that we could look that up. I think Doby's going to look that up. Aaron Nagler from Chisa TV <laughs> joining us. Uh, Aaron Nagler, our Packers Insider, brought to you by Miller Lite. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's Miller time by Annex Wealth Management. Give your retirement plan the attention it deserves. Annex Wealth Management, it is time for real holistic financial planning. And by Arbon Equipment, leaders in repair, installation, and maintenance for loading dock equipment, industrial doors, and more. What would you think of Goody's press conference earlier today? I think he did a masterful job of keeping all his options open, which is your job as a general manager. We want Aaron back. I mean, we want Aaron back. Jordan Love's ready to play, and away we go. I mean, talk about having your cake and eating it, too. I will not be surprised in any way, shape, or form if Aaron Rodgers does decide to come back and we get headlines from Jordan Love's camp about demanding a trade, and then the Packers will probably say, that's great, we appreciate your, your, your desire to go someplace else and play, not going to happen we've got your fifth year option we've got two more years of control on your contract sorry buddy give us one more season but is a backup quarterback worth 20 mil is a backup quarterback worth 20 million he won't be making 20 mil in 2023 that doesn't happen until 2024 and that's most likely when he'll be inserted into the starting lineup would be my guess so you're saying one more year that's what i think and one more year of aaron Rodgers, Shelby. i think that's how i think that's how it lays out and look hey there's every possibility that aaron retires i mean i know it's funny, like, you, you kind of go through these ebbs and flows almost daily of thinking, oh, it's pretty obvious he's coming back to, oh, it's pretty obvious he's going to retire. I try not to take the pulse every day slash hour, but it's really hard when you're on Twitter. But I will say, like, it would not surprise me. It would not be shocking if he just decided. And how many times have we heard him say, 
both he and Mark Murphy have mentioned the fact that this is a year-to-year proposition at this point. Like, it really does come down to Aaron taking some time away, making the decision whether he wants to go through the grind, everything that he puts on the line. And look, it's no small decision, and it's a very personal one. It's really easy and frustrating outside of the thing, right? When we're just kind of sitting here waiting for a decision, I get it does kind of drag on, and you see a lot of headlines about it, and it does get a little bit frustrating in that regard. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been doing this for almost two decades now. He's earned the right to take his time and make a decision that ultimately will affect him for the rest of his life. So I don't, you know, I don't begrudge him that. But sooner than rather than later, it would be nice, Aaron. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Yeah, you can call them. I, I call it the uh, the beautiful mystery tour, as opposed to mm-hmm. tractor <laughs> watch that we had back in two thousand eight. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. though, if Aaron? I mean, it's Rogers' watch. It's Rogers' watch. That's yeah, right. yeah. Um, could you imagine though, if Aaron retires, Brady retires, Watt is already retired? Is that the strongest class of Canton that you can oh, oh, ever, ever imagine? Wow, it's one of them. Absolutely. I mean, poor anybody who's have to go up, who's like trying to get in. Like, good luck. Like, there'll be two spots basically. Like, you, I know they've expanded the field somewhat, and maybe a couple other guys get in, but man, those three. Who else has a chance? Travis you know, Jervy. Ballot. Yeah. Oh, man, shout out Travis Jervy. I once sold him a polo shirt at the outlet mall <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Travis Jervy was a good dude, man. Like, he was a little weird, but a good dude. All shout the out. chicks that I wanted to date that turned me down love Travis Jervy. He had all the babes. Well, yeah. I mean, he had those dreamy blue eyes. I, I, I understand it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Bakhtiari. You think he's coming back? I do. I do. We heard, you know, during Goody's press conference, definitely wants him back. I think there's every possibility they do something with his contract. I know there's bonus money that they can adjust. Uh, his salary cap hit is significant, but I think he's worth it. And I think, as Brian said, and as David said at his locker, uh, you know, on clean out day, I think, you know, they found a way of working with him. They found a way that he can practice where it's not kind of practicing in full ever. But that's fine as long as he shows up on Sunday and plays at an all-pro level, which he did. That's the crazy part. Is For all the frustrations about him not being on the field earlier this year, once he got on the field and once he stayed on the field, he basically looked like his old self. Would you go with the package deal? Guys down. Was it a package deal with Rodgers? If Aaron comes back, David will come back. And if not, one, not the other. I don't think it's not, I don't think that's necessarily so. I, that's not the sense I get. I, I would suspect that David will be back regardless of who's that quarterback. Um he, he wants to play. He has no real thoughts of retiring anytime soon or moving to another team. I think he likes Green Bay. He has a very young family. You know, he's ingrained in the, in the uh, community there. And, you know, he plays at a high level, like I said, and he's making good money. So, yeah, I'd be surprised if he made any kind of rattling of the saber, so to speak, saying if Aaron's not back, I want out. I, I think he's there regardless. Riddle me this. Keyshawn Nixon, not named to the Pro Bowl, but he's a first-team <laughs> All-Pro player. Much like David Bakhtiari back in yes. the day. Yes. Yeah. His first couple of pros, he wasn't a pro. It's true. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I know they don't really have a pro bowl. It's now a skills competition it's in a flag, flag football, football game. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, hey, that'll it's generate a video some game. interest. It's a video Dodge game. Ball as well. I'm all in on that. It, only but if hey, it's what if, quarterbacks, though. I mean, that's what I want to see. I just want to see the quarterbacks right with that because they're the ones that are supposed to dominate. Arms. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. What game are you looking forward to the most this weekend? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I don't know. Probably the Giants whooping up on the Vikings. 
Okay. Can we get that, please? Yeah. Can we have a little uh, I think elimination the, of the Vikings for, like right out of the gate? I'd love that. You don't want them to win one, get their Just, hopes up, and no. then get smashed? Oh, that's good, no, too. No, but, no. Like, any any scenario that involves Vikings and winning in the same sentence, no. No, shoot that to the moon. No way. <laughs> okay, all right. You heard it here. Well, the offseason has begun, but uh, there is no offseason when you carry the G. No. As much as Aaron Nagler does. 24-7. 24-7, 365. Aaron, appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. You got it. There he goes. Aaron Nagler from Cheesehead TV joining He's cool. us. Absolutely. Always love having Aaron yeah. Nagler on because he, he carry not only does he carry the G, he speaks, he tries to bring you like off the ledge. He tries to talk you oh, down off the ledge hard to do. While, while simultaneously pumping up Packers fans. I'm not alone. There are Packer fans statewide that are feeling like I me because I've talked to them. I know. I don't want to be You're like not that. wrong. Such an up year, and then boom, this gut is, punch. This is the Drew and KB show, so I, my favorite Drewism that I've I haven't copped as my own because I still give Drew credit for it. But okay. your logic is not flawed. <laughs> I find well, myself I, saying I, that an awful. I'm lot. neither smart nor good looking, but I am a listener. <laughs> well, everyone out there is smart and good looking right, on they the are. Drew and KB show. You know who else is smart and good looking? Jim Ozarski from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, our green and cream insider. I hope he is on the beach. I hope he has got his feet Or at in least the some sand. sand in his underwear. Well, he's got to have sand somewhere. I mean, you know, pick your own crevice if you'd like. He's Dobie. I'm Doug. We're in for Drew and KB. Stay with us on the game. Doug Russell, Dobie Maxwell, in for the boys. They took uh, a well-earned Friday the 13th off. Time now for our Bucks insider, Jim Ozarski, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors. Schedule your free consultation now at PellaWI.com. The uh, Bucks falling last night, 108-102 to 102 at Miami. But, fret not, they still have another game against the Heat tomorrow afternoon, nationally televised on ABC. So we find Jim Ozarski somewhere in Miami, and... Now, Jim, I don't know where you are. I felt like when I called you a couple of minutes ago, perhaps I was interrupting <laughs> some sort of party, which is fine. I hope that there's sand somewhere on your person or somewhere wedged into your person. <laughs> uh, I'm not a look. I, I did visit South Beach for a little bit. I'm not a big beach guy, but no, currently um, a little bit further south of there on, on a bay, you know, and and. Maybe getting ready for dinner. Are you on water right now? Uh, actually, I will be on water uh, five minutes after we hang up. Okay. So <laughs> the, the, the bay would be Biscayne Bay, I would suppose, right? It, it would be. Yes, sir. Okay. Green Bay, Biscayne Bay in January. You make the call. Same thing. I snorkeled yeah. in Biscayne Bay in December. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So it was uh, it was enjoyable. Much more enjoyable than last night's. Uh, Bucks game. Unfortunately, it started out okay, but uh, the uh, Miami Heat just kind of wore the Bucks down, maybe a little bit in the second half without Chris or Giannis. And we'll talk about Chris in a second, but uh, and we'll talk about Giannis as well. But the NBA still, you need your stars, and the Bucks didn't have them last night. Yeah, I mean Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, um, I think paced themselves for the Heat. You know, with with only eight people on their team available to play. Um, but yeah, I mean Brooke Lopez didn't have a great night. Bam Adebayo did. And, you know, they had Gabe Vincent 
you know, one of their role players has a season high in points and the Bucks just didn't get that extra, that third person, that fourth person, at least when the game was close uh, to, to make a difference. And look, I, I can't say much about it. I, I mean, look, the Bucks had been 4-0 on the, on the back end of back-to-back prior to last night. Uh, I think they're 4-3 and when Giannis doesn't play. So, uh, you know, to me, I think they comported themselves, you know, pretty well for, for who they had and who they hadn't, you know, didn't have. Well, do you think uh, carrying over uh, to, to the next game, it's not often you play back-to-back same team unless it's the playoffs. So were, were they holding something back? Are they going to uh... – <laughs> what do you think? No, I, I mean, yeah. other than Joe Ingles and Giannis. No, oh, I that's holding something back. No, I think they uh, – you know, look, it, Atlanta, Miami, back-to-back for sure. Having a, a noon, you know, noon central time tip, little different, not, you know, normal. Uh, especially coming off an off night in Miami. Um, but, you know, I, I think in terms of who's available, I, I would believe it, you know, th- these guys are should be ready to go. There's not a better place to have an off day, though. Oh. If you're going to have a back-to-back with a day in between, is there a better spot in the NBA for the players than Miami? Atlanta. Um, yeah. I, New York? Look, Miami's, Miami's pretty good. Well, I guess it depends on the guy, right? Like if you're yeah, a, true. a big metropolitan, you know, Chicago is, underrated maybe in that way because we are so close um but yeah it's uh what would be your favorite jim ozarski you've been on the beat for a while what if you have a back-to-back in a foreign city or not a foreign city but foreign to you i suppose a a visiting city what what, what's the best back-to-back you know what i am really easy doug i if the weather is if it's a place where the weather is good and i can find a a golf course because on a back-to-back while there is some travel involved, I mean, there isn't going to be a shoot around, you know, there likely isn't going to be a practice afterward. <laughs> okay. So if I could take advantage of not being in Milwaukee and it's to, uh, to find some nice, nice flat pieces of grass to put on, I'm, I'm okay with that. Did you bring the sticks this time? Uh, I did not this time. No, nor I have golfed in Miami in the past, uh, but not this trip. All right. Fair enough. We How about to- Salt Lake? You've been, I used to live out in Salt Lake. That's underrated town, uh, man. I don't know if you're a single it's beautiful. man. Utah's beautiful. Utah's beautiful. Beautiful women. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've only been there. to Salt Lake City one time. Um, I believe I'll, I'll be at the All-Star Game, so that might be my first uh, sort of extended stay in Salt Lake City. Because, again, I, I believe they are also uh, on the Bucks schedule as a back-to-back with Denver. So I don't think I have uh, a, oh. a long stay in, in Salt Lake City. Okay. Um, Jim Ozarski joining us, uh, our green and cream insiders. The Bucks lose to the Miami Heat last night. Giannis unable to play. Left knee soreness. Um, is that code for Giannis is just kind of tired because he played so much international ball over the summer? Uh, well, I don't know if it goes that far. Um, I mean, look, the, the, the much of the chagrin of Bucks fans, you know, the NBA doesn't require such specific injury reporting at say the NFL, right? Where you, where you're down to essentially the muscle or the ligament, et cetera. Um, so I, I mean, Giannis doesn't typically play back to back. Most stars, most veterans don't. Um, so, you know, unless, unless it builds out into, you know, three, four games, like earlier this year, mid November guys, he, he missed the game with soreness played in Atlanta, did not look himself and then ended up missing, 
I think two games and five days after that, I think then that was legitimately, he's not feeling up to it physically. Um, I think for this, it's, I mean, he's been carrying quite a load without Middleton and Holiday. Scored seven points the other night, though. And then since, I mean, I'm not criticizing Giannis. Giannis is awesome. I'm worried more than anything else that he's played too much basketball in the last 12 months. Um, Could be. I, you know, I don't know if it's that uh, in terms of too much basketball, but I will say, right, like he his scoring output, seven points against Charlotte, and granted it was an early blowout, 22 against the Knicks, um, and then only taking 10 shots against the Hawks. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's his quote-unquote worst stretch of the season's scoring-wise um, since that – spot in mid-November um but I guess on the other side of it he's coming off a week and a half where he averaged 40 a game and I don't and that's not sustainable either you know what I mean so to me I feel like it could just be one of those where look they played a lot of basketball and at some point even Superman gets a little tired I pull a hand me check in my email so the (laughs) You know, normal people, you look at it, oh, you should play more, you should score more. I think uh, Doug's right. Just night off, it's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Rest them for the 82, 82 games, a long schedule, plus playoffs. Exactly. Now, Middleton needs to come back. We'll be all right. Well, do you th- let me ask you this, though, Jim. Do you think the Bucks fans, because you, you get it more than probably anybody else, you get, uh, you know, fans clapping back on Twitter. Um, some I don't know if you read the comments section or not. No one should ever under any circumstances. Don't read the comments. True, no, yes. never, never. Oh, really? Never read the comments. No, no. Just don't do it. I agree. The Bucks are three and a half games behind first place Boston. It's only three and a half games. Do you feel, do you get the sense that Bucks fans are hitting the panic button too soon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. I mean, there's a reason Giannis came down on January 7th. You know, look, for some context, quick, Giannis doesn't really talk after practices. Bucks don't practice that often anyway. And he's available every game. So practices, it's not really necessary to talk to him. But he came down after that practice by himself. No other players came. Coach Boonholzer didn't speak. And he basically did his relaxed speech, for lack of a better phrase. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, yes, we've been a 500 team for the better part of two months. But we will get better. But, however, we're still second, third in the East. Chris Middleton hasn't really played. Drew Holiday, to that point, had not really played or been healthy. Joe Ingles had been out a year and played, I think, four games to that point. So, yeah, I think think the nature of it is raised expectations after a championship. I think that's part of it. Um, But the the urge, it's almost guys like, the expectation of the Packer fan of, okay, it's about the playoffs, it's about winning a championship, but maybe not quite understanding that games in January to February don't really mean a ton if they lose or if guys miss it, if that makes sense. I saw your article about Chris Middleton. Um, he feels, speaking of don't read the comments, he feels the fans' <laughs> frustration uh, which I, I get, I understand. Is there a timetable that you know he has in his own mind about when he thinks he's going to be close to or at a hundred percent? I I'm sure he does, but the individual players, the Bucks organization, are really good at not providing those. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which I think makes makes sense, right? You don't want to say, "Hey, uh, I'll be back in a week, two weeks," and then you blow by that 
at four or five, and you're, oh, what happened, right? Um, I, I think the fact that he practiced in Atlanta felt good enough afterward that they brought some herd guys down to Miami, and he practiced again in Miami. Um, that's a good thing. If you look back at his, his recent, most recent comeback from the wrist surgery, he had gotten in three, four practices with the herd, and then he had that great debut against the Lakers, right? Uh, fantastic performance. So if you look at the upcoming schedule, guys, they're going to be home Saturday night. They've got six days at, in Milwaukee. Um, I, they're not saying he'll be back then, but if you kind of read the tea leaves and the process here, it feels like the return of Chris Middleton is imminent. What do they call the arena down there now? They called it FTX Arena for a while, but that that kind of went belly up. Yeah, good good question. I, I believe uh, I I wrote around that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, the Associated Press. I checked with with their guy because you know the Associated Press. That's right. If you have a question, you got to go with them, and well, they sure. actually are writing around it also because the the heat went so far as to go to court it with essentially to be able to strip all of that that FTX branding and naming like early, you know, typically, you know, if there's a bankruptcy proceeding, that company still gets to keep its mm-hmm. affiliations and they went to court to get rid of it. So there is no name. Uh, you could call it the arena. Um, you know, Casey but, in the sunshine <laughs> band hall. <laughs> yeah. I, I put it this way. I'd feel bad for, for what you all do as broadcasters. Cause I think that's a, uh, an innate part of the, like saying where you are, whereas me, I can just avoid that. Yeah. We'll just call it Jim Ozarski Arena from now on. Yeah. How do you like that? Memorial Hall. They just have to spell it right. If they can spell it right, <laughs> then they'll get it exactly. done. Jim, we appreciate exactly. the time. I, I know that uh, you're going to go have dinner on the bay. It's it's almost 5 o'clock down there, and you have to have at least your dinner ordered by 5 o'clock because mm-hmm. that's the law in Florida. <laughs> get that early well, bird special you know, like, in. Whopper with cheese. Uh, <laughs> well, dep- that, that could be true. Or also you need to make sure you're, you get it ordered by then because it might take an hour and a half to, co- to you know, yeah. stick them out. So. That's true, too. <laughs> Jim, appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. There he goes. Jim Ozarski, our green and cream insider from the Milwaukee Journal. So I should have played his music out. I didn't do that. It's okay. Not the WWE. It's when you come in, not when you go out. Yeah, but I like the, the you know, the play in and play off The continuity, music. yeah. You... It's like the, well, we'll talk to Matt Miller when he comes in here in about uh, 45 minutes or so. Sweet. I do want to talk to him about... How at the Golden Globes? Did you watch the Golden Globes at all? I did not. I okay. should have. I didn't. I watched the Golden Globes. I, it was after. It was after the Marquette game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Marquette plays. They knock off UConn. They're having an amazing season. Um, and and I go over. And so Colin Farrell is giving his speech, and he's droning on and on and on and on. Sure. And they start to play him off. He's like, "Shut up! Shut up! I'm not done yet." <laughs> and then the next person who wins like best female actress in a something or other comedy or music, whatever it was. I don't know. Same thing. She gets played. Will you please stop it? I'm not finished yet. And these speeches went on and on and on. When they play the playoff music, it's for a reason. They mean, shut up. Well, we're finished. I know. Ricky Gervais had it best. Yes, he did. He said, thank you. Let's see. What did he say? Thank your agent. Thank your God. Take your little bleeping award and go sit down. <laughs> Which is a beautiful, beautiful. Successful thing. formula. He's Dobie. I'm Doug Red for Druid KB. It's the game. Your 
Doug Russell and Dobie Maxwell in for the boys on this Friday the 13th. Did you see Taylor Swift just showed up at some show, rando she, show? She can do that. Uh, and just sang one of her new songs. She didn't announce that she was going to be there. Yeah. Just kind of walked out last night and social media went crazy. She is an amazing marketer. Whether you like her or not, probably uh, it's half and half, but I, she's a great marketer. I, I mean, she's... She's very talented. There's no question with it. Talented. Now there are some things that if you don't like her music, right? That you know, music mm-hmm. is one of those things that is so individual, and you're never going to please everyone. You can't deny though what she has. Oh my gosh! No way! Absolutely. Even if you don't like her music, even if you think all she does is write breakup songs, listen to some of her newer stuff because she's really evolved as an artist. Couldn't agree too. more. So, Much respect. Absolutely. All right. He's Dobie Maxwell. I'm Doug Russell. Uh, coming up in hour number two, Matt Miller, man about film, will join us in studio. And I want to talk about what is actually going on in Madison right now, too. But I wanted to hit you with this. Okay. And by the way, you can hit us up on the talk and text line, uh, thepellawi.com, talk and text line, if we're being proper about it, 414-799-1973. We'll read some of those coming up after the uh, top of the hour as well. But uh, Paul Emig, um who used to write for Fox Sports sure. Wisconsin.com. He's a longtime media guy. I, don't, I think he's kind of taking a hiatus from, me, from media, but came out with a pretty thought provoking poll. And I want you to think about this. All right. Go back to February 7th, 2011. Mm-hmm. That's the day after the Packers won the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Uh, I toured the Sixth Floor Museum that day because I couldn't get out until Tuesday. Nice. It, and I was, uh, went to South Fork that day, too. I heard you were a, a suspect Dallas fan. for a while. I was. It's true. I hadn't been, you know, I was, was going to be born for another nine years. Now, but. if you've ever been there, I will say that you look at the, it's not that far as you picture in your head and then you go in the depository and you see where it could mm-hmm. be. It's like, but it shrinks it down a little bit, doesn't it? The thing that's stunning to me about that area is that it looks the same as it did oh. in pictures from 1963. Absolutely does. It's yes. Because the first time, now I had never been to Dallas before okay. Super Bowl 45, and I'm on this media bus, and we were going from the downtown media center okay. to one of the team hotels, maybe, or something like that. But we were on a, a media bus, mm-hmm. and as we took that turn, like onto Elm Street, yeah. you know, some knew because they had been there before, but the rest of us... right. We kind of looked around and we were like, yeah. Twilight Zone music. It was eerie. It was eerie. Surreal. It was, it, surreal is the perfect word for it. Surreal is the perfect word for it. And um, yeah, so I had an extra day. So I went and, went I, and toured the Six Floor Museum. And in my tour that day, mm-hmm. randomly, Urban Meyer. <laughs> okay. He had just retired from Florida. He was there with his kid. Nice. Yeah. You could predict the future. So. I want you to think about this. Go back to that day. I will. With pleasure. You tell your 2011 self that over the next 12 seasons, the Packers would win the NFC North eight times, and Aaron Rodgers wins four MVPs, but the team would not make it to the Super Bowl at all. As a fan, would you sign up for that? No, I would not. Yeah, me neither. But somehow, in Paul's poll, 27% of Packers fans said, yeah, I'd sign up for that. Are you mad? Yeah, they're mad. Is it four? Tw- did four twenty come early? What are you high? Are you high? Are you huffing the weed? What are you? I mean, how? Who would? Who signs up for that? Are you high? You're huffing grass. Must be. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up straight ahead. Stay with us. It's Drew and KB with Doug and Doby. That's Doug and Doby. Hour number one from this past Friday. Hour number two is coming up tomorrow. This has been the Doug Russell Podcast. Thanks for joining us.